around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are so delighted you're out there listening, and we are honored as well to minister to you from the Word of God. We're believing that in this day and time, where we all are here in the 21st century, that there is information as well as the power of God to change lives and to change the world that we live in. You and I are the last bastion (laughs) of hope for the world. And as you can see, uh, things are not getting better out there. They're getting worse. And people are just by sheer numbers it seems to me, uh, being unsettled by everything that is around them. So I want to encourage you to listen in, be faithful to your local church, be a part of the work of God, not just locally, but worldwide. You can find us every week here on Terry Mize Podcast um, um, through our website, which is terrymizeministries.org. And all of our podcasts that we've done over the last several months are archived there for your convenience. And then always at terrymize.com. And anything that we need to pray for you about or you would like to communicate with our office, all of that information is over on the website as well. So we look forward to hearing from you. And we've got lots of other things that we can offer to you, our books and our CDs and CD series and a DVD here and there. And then as well as our ministry schedule as we travel around the world to minister for you. Um, We just have returned from Mexico City And we look forward to sharing with you some good testimony. So, um, darling, I'll just give it to you today to begin to share what you feel like is on your heart. And we'll just take it from there. Okay, Renee, thanks. Praise God. I just want to say hello to everybody. I'm delighted that you're here. Delighted that you're uh, joining us for these podcasts. And it's, it's really been a lot of fun for Renee and I to do these podcasts because it gives us an additional uh, way to speak into your lives and and we get Renee we're getting such tremendous reports and people writing to us and and, and emailing us and texting us and right. then telling us in person when we're at churches so and what thankful. have you how excited they are and how delighted they are and how thankful they are that we're actually doing this and as I've laughed about and said to you so many times and we've even said several times over the over the podcast over the broadcast is that I'm just so delighted this kind of information is available today. Oh, that's and right. And it doesn't cost anybody anything, man. Free sure for doesn't. nothing. You can just flip, <laughs> grab your your phone yeah. or your pa- iPad or your or your tablet or your you know, whatever, uh, and just pull us up and turn us on. Tell you us and to I talk. Have talked about turn so us much off. In, tell us to shut up. You and I have talked about <clears> in contrast before about how how we had to just pay through the nose every just every little nickel we got to try to get oh, any any cassette tape. Uh, and to buy a series would have just t- taken <laughs> such an arm and a leg, it felt like, to, to go out there and get or to get to a meeting. Sure. The cost of, of oh, travel sure. in a hotel. And now people can just flip it up on their website, on, on anybody's website or their iPhone, and, and just all that wonderful information is in no, there for absolutely, them. No, absolutely. What a, what a know, contrast. It's just such what a, a day. It's just such a supplement. You know, it's not a, it's not a substitute. Uh, people yeah. still need to be in church. They, no, need, right. they need to be in a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, uh, God-centered, Word-oriented, right. you know, Spirit-filled uh, well, Word of Faith church with yeah, a pastor that knows atmosphere. how to fight hell for you, knows how to, right. to minister to you and take care of you and, uh, spiritually. And uh, But nevertheless, it's a great supplement. It's a tremendous supplement. 
and it's a supplement that we didn't have back uh you know back when we were hungry and back when we were starting no, we, right. we would have loved to have something like this <laughs> where know, we right. could just turn it on turn it off turn it on turn it off right. and uh, get a get a fresh one every wednesday but yet go back to the archives and just listen to some of them over and over and over well just and by all free for nothing praise god yeah just back then there were no cell phones and there was no way to get an and you had to go to the meeting or order by mail <laughs> sure. and have have something sent to you and now you can just go online download and you're so self-sufficient so just by sheer technology we were limited so that's one thing right now here today on the broadcast i'd like to encourage you to just be so thankful for the atmosphere and the advantage that you have by living in this generation to get the word of god because all this technology has been developed for the sake of the gospel no, that's absolutely true. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. Well, I I just, um, I know, yes, a podcast last week, Terry shared the testimony about the, um, uh, the witch doctor there in Burma, and that was such a tremendous uh, testimony to me. That's all, that was some, one I had been thinking about for several days, and I uh, just felt like that the, the Holy Ghost would encourage people to hear the, the, all the different aspects of that particular testimony, how that he was a witch doctor, he came from another part, had to get there by several days, he walked into a minister's conference, <laughs> he was totally out of his comfort zone, he sure. was totally out of the atmosphere. Yet he, he thought in. he was in control and he thought he was the power of God. He, he was came the there, witch doctor. He came there yes. to be the big cheese and to, <laughs> and to stop the meeting and to yeah. prove to all those pastors that he... He was it, and that his power right. was greater, and he ran right into Jesus, and he lost. And I just think that by the mercy of God, his hearing was healed. Everything about his life changed Tremendous from that miracle. moment on. And it not only was his life, but then he he took what the resources that he had had in the building that he had had to train uh, witch doctors in, and then turned it into a training center to for ministers of the gospel. Oh, so that's absolutely. just something that I wanted people to and see how impossible today. how impossible. Um, maybe someone you're believing God for may seem, God still has the ability to bring about absolute miraculous, uh, I think, outcome in every area of your life so that you can see what God has in store for you. Do not limit God. And then last week we also shared about uh, 1 John 5, 14 and 15, 1 John 5, verses 1 through 4. That whole chapter is a landmark chapter for believing God, using your faith, not being turned back, not letting circumstances diminish or demean you or, or, or cause you to feel like there's a hurdle way beyond what you could do uh, in your personal life and begin to believe and trust God. This is the confidence that we have in him, that it's even our faith that overcomes the world. And so with these testimonies that Terry shares from time to time, I think they're so valuable for you uh, to really uh, take hold of this in your faith and not think it's all about preachers or your, just your pastor or just the man of God that is your favorite guy or lady, but that God intends for every believer to be a minister in this new age, this new atmosphere that we're in here. And we certainly need every single person out there doing your job. So um, I, I know that, that with faith comes an atmosphere of trust in the soul, that you begin to have be at peace with God. And you begin to trust the Lord. Yeah, and that's he, what Hebrews you were talking 12 about. Hebrews 12 tells us faith is a rest. Right, it's a rest. And then Hebrews 3 and 4, the same thing. That because the children of Israel did not enter into rest, 
then they they even though they they had heard some of the stories they still would not trust god they still had seen some things well, that's right. they still not he said there remaineth the rest unto the people of god right, right. and that rest and when, has when to you're come. in faith you're not you're not you, you you're not frantic running around everywhere no, that's right. you know just just looking under you know the bed and the boxes and everywhere else trying to find an answer there there's a rest in faith there's a rest and he goes back to that scripture we were using uh, last week that this is the confidence right. you know first john first john five this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask him anything according to his will we know that he hears us and if we know that he hears us right. then we know we have the petition desired and that's just the most positive upbeat powerful scripture and uh, you know, you know, the church, Renee, for so many decades, so many, many decades, has uh, quoted what they thought was a scripture. It's not a scripture. It's not anywhere in the Bible, but the church thinks it is. In fact, I've proved it so many times over the years. I, I'll step in somebody's pulpit, you know, and I'll say to the church, uh, "Y'all, uh, y'all, quote this scripture with me. Everybody together now. The Lord works in what?" And they all say, mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. <laughs> well, you know, people think that's in the Bible. It's not in the Bible at all. It's never no. been in the Bible. God works in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. <laughs> that's one of those Bible myths, you know, I right. talk about Bible right. mythology. There's a lot of Bible myths uh, right. out there that aren't the word of God. And yet people would swear that they are. And I mean, sinners can quote it. You know, Christians can quote it. Right. Uh, everybody's just convinced it's 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 there, you know. But uh, some playwright, I forget what his name was off the top of my head right now, but back in the day, of back around the same time as William Shakespeare, uh, wrote that in a, in a play, that God works in mysterious ways and wonders to perform. And I mean, Hollywood quotes that in, <laughs> you know, in yeah, show after show after movie after up. movie. But what's so mm -hmm. crazy is the church quotes it. Oh, that's right. And pastors quote it. And we were raised, you and I were raised, as were many of our right. listeners, we were raised uh, on that pseudo-scripture, that fake scripture, uh, because the, the, they'd say it from the platform. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know, you just can't understand what God's going to do. You just never know what God's going to do. Well, God works in mysterious ways, <laughs> his wonders to perform. And I, I remember one time back in 1976, um, I remember it because that was the year our daughter Lori was born, and so we were we were home from the mission fields for several right. several weeks uh, to allow Jackie to have the baby and 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 so on and so forth. And I was in a I, I was over at a local church, and the pastor was a real good friend of mine then. Well, still is today. Uh, and and so he uh, he was a good Christian, a good man, uh, full of the Holy Ghost, loved God, did then, still does. Today, but he wasn't what you and I call word of faith. You know, my, by my definition, your definition, Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Copeland's definition of word right, of faith. Right. You know, he he was not, and he knew he was not. Mm. You know, the pastor knew it, and so he would he he came to me and he said, Terry, while you're home these several weeks in the mission fields for Jackie to have the baby and and all, all that stuff before y'all go back, he said, I'd like you to just just come every every week, come every Tuesday night. We'll have special services. Every Tuesday night, we won't have a like a, a full blown church service. We won't have singing and announcements, and mm -hmm. but just a Bible study. So you, every Tuesday night, I want you to teach us on on faith, and I want you to teach us the Word of faith. I want you to teach us how you operate, how you how you do, how you do in the mission fields. These scriptures that you know, he said. You know, I've been in the ministry a long time. My mom and dad were in the ministry. My uh, my two brothers are in the ministry. But he said, you know, we we don't know this, and he said, I want you to teach it to us. 
And uh, I yeah, said, I wonderful. said, well, all right, that's a tremendous thing. That's a that's that's commendable of you. That right. that's no wonderful joke. for you to do that. And uh, and so I'd come in there on Tuesday night, Renee, and I would teach faith or preach faith. The problem is this pastor, this man of God, uh, knew so much more of the Word of God than I did. <laughs> I mean, and was a silver-tongued right, orator. Right, right. I mean, the guy could preach. I mean, he's the guy everybody wants to preach like, you know. Right. I mean, when he stands up and preaches, it's like it's like honey, you know. Right. And it's just, but it's just not the word faith. It's just not. Some of it's doubt and fear and unbelief. Right. But yet he did it so well, you know. <laughs> he just did it so well, uh, and and so many preachers have done that over the that's years. That's dangerous. They, no, no, no. But that yeah. so many people have just taken stuff right. and preached exactly. it from the pulpit, done it so well and so powerfully. It's just not true. No. It's not the truth of the Word of God. And so that's the problem we'd run into is I'd preach on on Tuesday night. Well, he'd sit there and shake his head no during the during the whole time I'm preaching. He'd have his arms folded, you know, across his chest, have his head down, just shaking his head no. And I'd see this, so would everybody else. So I'd go to him every Tuesday night after I finished. And I'd say, Pastor, you've been so gracious. I know you want me to do this. You asked me to do this. But but obviously it's it's a mistake. Obviously you don't believe it. And and I don't want to be preaching stuff in your pulpit that you're that's going to cause right. you problems. <laughs> and so let's just let's just quit. Let's yeah, just quit. And he'd say, No, 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 Terry. He said, I no, I want you back every Tuesday night. He said, I know this has got to be right. He said, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. But it's got to be right. So right. you just keep on. You keep on teaching. And then he'd get up on Sunday, and, and Renee he it. would preach my message backwards you know he'd take what i said and preach the exact reverse of it but he did it so so well so much better than i did you know i mean this guy could could preach and after the sunday morning service after he had just destroyed my message right then i'd go back to his office and i'd say pastor look i love you and you're sweet and i appreciate what you're doing but this isn't working you know i'm preaching on tuesday night people's faith gets built up you stand up on sunday and destroy the whole thing you know and and i said and you're the pastor you're the one that's got the authority here and i said so we're done let's just quit he's no 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 you can't quit he's i know this has got to be right he said you keep preaching i'm going to get it well i appreciate his i appreciate his heart and i appreciate his his many had the tenacity of a bulldog that he wanted to learn. Right. And so the next Tuesday, I'd get up and preach the word of God, and he'd sit there and shake his head no. Then the following Sunday, he'd stand up and just destroy the thing. And, of course, he didn't destroy it with the word. Right. You know, he'd destroy it with some word, right. but it was out of context. And he, he wouldn't, you know, he'd, he'd just, oh, it was bad. And this went on week after week after week after wow. week. Wow. And, uh, and I remember one Sunday morning, uh, some dear lady came up front for prayer. And uh, he actually called her up on the platform and uh, called several of us ministers up on the platform to pray for her. So we all went up there and we laid hands on her and we prayed for her. And then we back, we finished, we backed away, you know. And so the pastor's talking to her. Got her there in front of the congregation, got her on the microphone, and he's talking to her. And he said, he said, now, dear sister, he said, I want you just to go on now and just, we've, we've laid hands on you, we've prayed for you. And he said, you know, we just, we just don't know what God's going to do. And he said, for after all, the Bible says, eyes not seen, ears not heard, neither is entered into the heart of man the things that God's prepared for those that love him. <laughs> so me, you just never know what God's going to do because God works in mysterious no ways that it, his wonders to perform. Well, she, that just comforted her. She's happy. The church was happy. Oh Everybody's my. happy. And I'm standing there not realizing I'm doing this, but I'm standing on the platform shaking my head no and looking like I ate a, been sucking on a pickle and a lemon at the same time, you know. So, so, uh, 
So he turned around and asked me, right in front of everybody. He turned around and asked me, he said, Terry, you don't agree with that? So what, 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 are, what are you shaking your head no about? What's, and, you know, to try to keep the church in order, right. you know, you're not going to rebuke a pastor. You're not going to get on his platform in his church, you know, and rebuke him. And I said, well, no, we'll, we'll talk about it later. He said, no, 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 I want to know. What, 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 is it, what is it about this that bothers you? Now, Randy, I was 26 years old. Right. This guy's a veteran, you know, minister. And, and still is just still a is wonderful today. guy. Yeah, Although today he preaches the word of faith. Yes, he does. You know, because of those, because of those meetings. Right. But it was tough in those early days. No, right. And he said, what is it you don't like about all this? I said, well, pastor, I said, I said, you just quoted to the whole church and they quoted with you a scripture that's not a scripture. It's not in the Bible. He said, what scripture? And I said, you just said the Lord works in mysterious ways as wonders. He said, that's right. I said, no, it's not right. It's nowhere in the Bible. <laughs> the, no, nowhere in the Bible is you, you find that. Nowhere, not Old Testament, not New Testament. I said the English playwright wrote that back in Shakespeare's day, but but it's not in the Bible. Well, that just flabbergasted him and the church because they all sure was, was sure it was in the Bible. And I said, and secondly, the scripture that you quoted to her, that eyes not seen, ears not heard, neither is entered in the heart of man the things that God prepared for those that That's love Him. To I said, people. I said that was that was true. Right, not making excuse for unbelief. that was true when Isaiah said it. I said, Isaiah said that, and when he said it, it was true. I said, but it's not true anymore. Right. Oh, I mean, the whole church just gasped. You know, what? And the pastor said, what? what do you mean it's not true anymore? I said, well, I said, some things that were true in the Old Testament changed whenever Jesus died. When Jesus went to the cross right. and he shed blood for us and the veil in the temple was rent in, in two and God moved from the Holy of Holies on earth, moved to heaven, and, and, and Jesus became our high priest. I said, some things changed. And I said, that's one of the things that changed. And he said, well, what do you mean? The Bible doesn't change. I said, well, sometimes it does. Sometimes you have to realize who's talking is it a Christian talking? Is it a prophet talking? Is it God talking? Or maybe is it is it the devil talking or Pharaoh talking or Caesar talking or, or, or some demon-possessed person talking or the Pharisees or Sadducees or sinners talking? I said, in this case, it was the prophet Isaiah inspired of the Holy Ghost, and it was true no, that's right. when Isaiah said it. I said, but when the Apostle Paul quoted it. And that's 1 Corinthians 2, 9. 1 Corinthians 2, absolutely. I said, when, when the Apostle Paul quoted it mm -hmm. to the Corinthians, he added an addendum to it. Right. And he said, as it is written. In other words, as Isaiah said. Exactly. In, in Isaiah, he said, eyes not seen, ears not, not heard, heard, neither is entered in the heart of man the things that God's prepared for, the, for those that love him. Right. Then, then Paul said this. He said, but God. Verse 10. But God. But God, right. this was true when Isaiah said it. Now Jesus has died, and now he's risen again. Right. Now we're in the New Testament. Now we've right. got the Holy Ghost. So now Paul says, but God has revealed them to us right. by his, his spirit. spirit. For the spirit knows all things That's and right. searches things. Searches. Like That's oh, right. It was true then. That was an Old Testament truth. But the New Testament changed that to where now we know those mysteries. Now mm. we know those things. Now That's we right. understand those That's things right. by they the Holy Ghost. We're not, we're not in a mystery now. We're not, we're not right. confused now. We're not standing here saying, well, I don't, you never know what God's going to do. <laughs> and, and I think I probably yeah. talked more on that, on that Sunday morning just conversation on the platform in front of the congregation 
you know, than I did on the on, on the Tuesday nights. And I said, you know, I, we've been raised. That's why I started to say, what I said to you all ago. We've been raised on that thing of you never know what God's going to do. And to me, that's what the word of faith did for me as a teenager. Is all of a sudden, I thought, you know what? I do know what God will do. Right. He will do his word. He will do yeah. his will. That this is the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will or according to his word, then we know we have the petition that we desire. Or, or excuse me, we know, we know he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, then we know. We know. We know. We know. Don't wonder. Don't, don't. It may be so, but we know we have the petition we desired of him. Those are and the absolute truths of the word of God. Absolutely. And we don't have to argue about those. No, exactly. And we don't have to wonder. You and I were talking the other day. We were driving somewhere, and, and I commented to you about I said, as, as pretty a song as that Christmas song is, that I wonder as I wander, I said that, that would be a horrible lifestyle <laughs> to just wonder all the time if it's the will of God or if it's the devil. If it's if if God wants this in my life to teach me something, and that's where I was during that time in our and and you know the early days you and I have talked about that you never knew, and right, and that's right. what our friend was saying was that you know well God's mis God's mysterious. Right. Well, it, that doesn't invalidate <clears throat> scriptures in the Bible that say that His ways are past finding out, no, of course. or that that He can do things that are in the unseen and the of unknown. Course. It doesn't invalidate. The, the mystery side of God, that we don't know how he's going to do it. We're just going to trust that he will. Exactly. And, and let me finish and this. So that the, out, so of, the, out of there. So that let me finish out. this so the pastor doesn't look bad. But we <laughs> continued on when, <laughs> Tuesday night after Tuesday night after Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Sunday, him tearing it down. Sunday, tearing it down. Sunday, tearing right, it down. Right. Could go back to his office and say, look, let's just don't do this anymore. No, Terry, I know this is right. You just keep preaching it. And you know what? He finally got it. He so finally wonderful. got yes, it. He did. That, what a What a testimony to him yeah it is. what a what a what a uh, well testimony yeah. to his hunger and hunger his faithfulness to him knowing that you know what i don't know it all and there's something here that's pricking my heart yeah. you know the bible says in peter when peter preached in, after on the day of pentecost in acts chapter 2 uh it says that the people's hearts were pricked right. it just be like you took a pen and pricked your hand sure. it says the people's hearts were pricked when peter preached and three thousand people got saved well, that's what happened with our pastor friend. His heart was being pricked, saying, right. you know what? There's truth here. There's truth here. I'm somehow not seeing it. I'm somehow not getting it. And he was preaching what he had heard preached all those years. He was preaching what he had heard uh, his elders preach in, in the, the organization he was in, the sure. denomination he was in, plus his mom and his daddy. Right. And, and, and he just absolutely knew in his heart there's something more and there's something here. And this kid, Terry's got it, and I'm going to dig it out. And so finally, 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 Renee, he right. got it and became one of the great, you know, great word of faith preachers and tremendous, tremendous guy and tremendous. Yes, he well, is. always been a friend. It still yes, is a friend. Is. But, you know, just, just I'm just so impressed with what he did to understand that, hey, yes, something's in the Bible or maybe it's not. Maybe Shakespeare or somebody wrote it and we've decided it's in the Bible. It's kind of like saying spare the rod and spoil the child. You know, the Bible <laughs> doesn't say that. Benjamin Franklin said it in Port right. Richard Almanac. Right. You know, the Bible says if you spare the rod, you hate your son. That's even worse. No, that's right. The, you know, our friend that we're talking about here today, and, and I think every person's search in that is, because I did that a lot coming out of Pentecostalism Bible school. I would just interrogate Dean every day. We were sure. l- learning, sure. trying to, well, what about this? And sure. Well, this person served God and loved God, and they died, right. you know, and this person and that person. But I was looking for the scripture here in Acts where it says that, 
Paul had gone in to preach uh, to Thessalonica, and then he went over to Berea. And it says there that the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians were mm-hmm. because they searched, that's Acts 17, 11, because they, they searched. searched the scriptures searched to the see scriptures. whether what Paul said was true or not. And there's nothing wrong with the question of, you know, like a, a question in faith. Exactly, exactly. That it, like Mary said, well, how shall these right, things be? Right, uh, you know, I started when, to comment on that last week yeah. when you mentioned it. You said, you said, you know, Mary said, well, how is this going to be? Yeah. Since, uh, how could I possibly have a baby since I've never, right. never I've known. never had relations with a man? Right. And, and, and the point I started to make last week, and we got off, the podcast went so long, I never got back to it. But uh, uh, the, the point is, the angel didn't care. The angel did not right. mind, was not offended, was right. not insulted, was not mad, was not angry that she asked that question. Right. Yet that same angel, same angel went over to the priest's house, to Zacharias and Elizabeth's <laughs> house, house, and he said, Different he said, hey, you're going to have a baby. Same thing he told Mary, hey, you're going to have a baby. Right. And he told Zachariah and Elizabeth, you're going to have a baby. And, and the priest said, uh, that can't be. Yeah. My wife's too old. I'm too old. How can yeah. that? How can that be? And that irritated or ticked off or bent out of shape <laughs> that angel yeah, to the point. Yeah, there was a different dynamic. Now, now it didn't bother him when Mary asked it. Right. But it did bother him when the guy that's supposed to know better asked it. Right. And Mary asked it an honest question as a little teenage virgin girl, like, "How oh, can this right. be?" But she ended it by saying, "Okay, be it unto me, me according, according to the word of God. Whatever God says, I'm down with it." Be it unto me according to the word of God. But this priest, Zachariah, was supposed to know better. Right. And he said, oh, no. Yeah, that can't happen, man. I'm old and she's old. We ain't having any babies. And I tell you what, that angel said to him, I tell you what, hotshot. Yeah. You're not going to speak another word. word. You are going going mute until this baby's born and you name him what we tell you to name him. (laughs) And I I mean, that priest went around for the next nine months. Unable to say, yeah. that, that, unable to talk. That, that, that's a big deal for a preacher to not be able to stand in the pulpit and talk. He had to just write stuff on a um, on a tablet and yeah. and uh, you know communicate with people. And finally, after John the Baptist was born, and everybody was going to name him, all the folks were there, all the church was there, and all the relatives there, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his daddy. And they looked at Zechariah and said, "What what's his name going to be?" And he scribbled on there, "John," because that's <laughs> what the Holy Ghost said. That's what the angel said. And so whenever he said that then he was healed and the string of his tongue was loose. So the whole point of that matter was the angel didn't care when Mary asked it, did care when the priest asked it, and he moved in to do something big time about it because that angel knows what words do. He knew the power of words. He knows that faith operates by words. He knows that faith operates by speaking. He knows that God created everything by speaking, that faith works by speaking, that Jesus spoke things into existence. God spoke things into existence. That's how faith works. And he knew, I can't let this guy talk for nine months. Because for nine months, if he goes around rattling his mouth off, we can't have a baby, we can't have a baby. She's too old. I know that angel said we're going to have a baby. We can't have a baby. She's too old. We can't have a baby. And besides that, if we did have a baby, we wouldn't name him John. That's ridiculous. We'd name him Zachariah. And that angel said, I'm not putting up with that. I am not going to listen to nine months of you mm-hmm. defeating yourself with your mouth. And so you just can't talk. Wouldn't that be a neat thing if that happened today? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if all the Christians that are killing themselves with their mouth, all of them that are hung by the tongue, all of them that are, that are making these, these confessions and speaking words out of their mouth, they're absolute detriment to their health. Be nice if they just went mute until they got it right. No, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's the wonder of it all is that you can know and you can begin to speak in line with the Word of God, and you don't have to live by, by just what 
you know, flitters through the gray cells from between your ears, but you can actually say something in absolute faith and confidence in the Lord. Well, our time has come and gone today, and we're so glad that you've been here with us, and we hope that you've enjoyed all this good stuff, um, the, the testimonies as well as the wonderful things that are, we're sharing with you from the actual verses of the Word of God, and we're so grateful for what you're, uh, that you are there. Remember to listen to us on terrymize.com. Uh, we're always there every single Wednesday with a brand new podcast for you. And then any of the archived podcasts are over on terrymizeministries.org and as, as well as your avenues of communication with us and then all of our products and our ministry schedule. We look forward to hearing from you and get those good testimonies that we know are out there. We enjoy hearing from them. We're from you and we're so thankful that you're there listening today god bless you and we believe you're going to have a real fruitful uh, experience using these things that we're sharing with you god bless you see you next time you've been listening to a mize missions podcast for all the latest updates to our global projects speaking engagements and social media visit us at terrymize.com You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.